Well, hello and welcome back to Noah's Window. Uh, again, today we're going to visit some frequently asked questions that we hear so often, and I'm asking Mark if he'll uh, uh, field some of those questions. And so today I want to uh, ask a question that we get a lot, and that is how can we be sure that once we've accepted Jesus as our personal Savior, we can't lose that salvation if, if something happens and, you know, something changes? Well, I think that's one of the toughest questions that Christians have wrestled with through the years. And I don't think it's tough because the Bible's not clear. As, as I'll say in just a moment, there's so much in the Bible in this answer, it's amazing that we have a problem with it. But I think the reason why it is tough, it's just the fear of what if it's possible that I could lose my salvation? Because once we know Jesus Christ and we know the promises of God and what's involved with salvation, and we know what happens if a person isn't saved, well, I think we're set up for insecurity if we don't know the scriptures. But uh, and so instantly, there's just so much that I want to say. It's like six lanes of traffic trying to get into one. But let's just start here. The Bible communicates salvation as eternal life. That's, that's one of the foundational expressions that refers to salvation. You know, throughout the message of the Gospels, Jesus talks about a person who receives salvation has received eternal life. Well, it's not eternal if you can lose it. Right. And, and the only way that a person could potentially lose it and then somehow after death have it forever, it would, it would mean that that eternal life would not start until death. That's not what Jesus said. You know, he said in the Gospel of John chapter 5, that he who hears my word and believes on the one who sent me has everlasting life. It's a present possession. It's not something that we're going to have when we die. But just in case we miss that, Jesus went on to say, whoever, you know, hears my word and believes on him who sent me has everlasting life and shall not come into condemnation. You know, it's like, I want to make sure you don't just get hung up there. You know, he, he went on and said a second layer, it gave a second layer of security, shall not come into condemnation. And now a third layer of security, but it's passed from death to life, Jesus said. So uh, there are so many scriptures and, and maybe we can just put some of these up yeah, we'll on Noah's window because there are just so many. But I would start with the reality that a person who believes in Jesus Christ has everlasting life. Secondly, there are, uh, let me start with, by saying this, there are those who believe that if you commit sin or a certain number of sins that you can lose your salvation. Well, of course, where would that threshold be? There's nothing in the Bible about that. But a larger question is, if we're not saved by our works in the first place, it would almost be as if we are kept saved by works. You know, we're saved by, we're saved by grace, but then we're somehow kept saved by works. And Paul blows that out of the water. I mean, he goes right to that very point. And he said, you started out in grace, but you're not in grace anymore. So I think it's, 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 it's something that uh, we need to look at and understand that it's kind of a man-made idea, this idea that you can lose your salvation. Because there's so many things in our world that are performance-based. And if we don't perform up expectations, then we lose whatever it is that we've been promised. And I just think it's a very human thing to construct salvation in our own image mm -hmm. and say, well, if we don't perform up to expectations, we'll lose it. Well, of course, I think anyone who's honest at all about our lives would say, even as Christians, there's nothing that we can point to in our own lives and say we live well enough to sustain salvation on that basis. And again, this is probably like drinking out of a fire hose because those who teach you can lose your salvation don't always teach it from the same perspective. There's some who say, well, 
if you commit a certain number of sins or if you stay in sin for a protracted period, you lose your salvation. There are those who say, no, that's not what causes you to lose your salvation. You lose your salvation if you stop believing, since salvation is a matter of grace through faith. Well, <clears throat> now that's interesting because I, I would say in the final analysis, we both get to the same place. You know, if a person decides that person, that person decides they don't believe in Jesus Christ anymore, I don't believe that person's lost their salvation. I believe that person was never saved was in the first saved. place. John right. talks about this in First John too. And we're seeing this in in the headlines today. Yeah. So many Christians are what is it deconstructing? Deconstructing. Well, and John said, you know, because it was happening in the first century too. Mm -hmm. And and I, I memorized everything in King James. But John said they went out from us because they were not of us. If they had been of us, they would have continued with us. But they went out from us to make manifest they were not of us in the first place. They yeah. yeah. So so you know I've, I've got friends uh, uh, who say, well, Mark, I, you know, I believe you can lose your salvation if you don't believe in Jesus anymore. Well, I, I don't think there's any salvation there to lose. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and, and here's something else to think about. Uh, the Bible tells us that when we are saved, the term Jesus used born again. Right. And John indicates, again, in 1 John, that we can never lose that relationship because John said his seed remains in we us. We can't be unborn. Right, we can't be unborn. And so uh, there's so many reasons. I mean, my gosh, I, I'd like to just take about two hours and to talk about this. And don't you think Satan will paralyze people with fear if they've been taught that and they're, and they're always wondering? You know, it's like he, he keeps them from having joy in their Christian life, having peace in their Christian life because he's constantly poking at them saying, you can't really be saved, you should, you know. Well, I'm gonna to go to a really dicey place and I'm probably going over the line here. I've never met a humble Christian yet who believed you could lose your salvation. Mm. Because here's the thing, when we recognize who we are without Jesus Christ and how the only way we got into the family of God is by the blood of Jesus washing our sins away, you know, we come in like the thief on the cross with nothing to bring. Mm -hmm. I think we come in with the understanding that it has to be all of grace. Right. Right. When a when a Christian begins to develop a certain level of pride, you know, I've taken all these courses and I've read the Bible this many times and mm -hmm. I go to church and I'm faithful and I tithe. Well, those are all wonderful things. As long as we're humble sinners, recognizing that that's our opportunity to serve the Lord, that's great. But anytime we go across that threshold and we begin to feel like we're at a higher level. And then we start comparing ourselves to other people. Right. Like, you know, I am, but you're not because right. you don't. And one more thing, and again, Marielle, I know I've just really gone all kinds of directions with the simple question that you asked me. I do think, I, I, need, to, I need to correct something I said a moment ago. The, there are people I've seen who have believed that they could lose their salvation because they were going through... Um, a time of emotional illness mm. or were in the throes of a mental illness right. and so they began to be terrified that they might lose their salvation so that's a very different thing altogether and and i think satan really exploits that too mm. cut to the chase nothing in the bible has ever suggested that anybody could or ever has lost their salvation you can look at the new testament mm. and you're not going to find a single person who ever lost their salvation uh, because how can you lose eternal life? I know maybe I'm being too tried or too flip here, but I've always said, you know, Jesus said you have eternal life. If you can lose it, you didn't have eternal life. You had term life, you know. <laughs>
Okay, so that's great to have that uh, question, and I have another one, but... Hey, can I just say yeah. something? This is terrible, because this is an old joke, and it should, probably shouldn't be told anymore, because, you know, how, how, how people are very sensitive today, but I know that preachers used to tell this when we were kids, and it was a story about uh, a lady who couldn't find someone to marry, and mm -hmm. a lot of years had passed, and so she went to her pastor and asked the pastor to pray that she could find someone to marry, you know, someone to fall in love with and marry. And, you know, here she's, I don't know, what, in her 50s or 60s. And so the preacher started waxing eloquent. He said, well, God's plan is one woman for one man and one man for one woman. And he said, sister, you can't improve on that. And you know the old punchline. She said, yeah. I don't want to improve on it. I just want to get, get in on it, it you yeah. know. And that's what I think about when I think about salvation. You know, you can't improve on it. I just want to get in on it. That's right. And, and we bring nothing. We're depending entirely on the Lord. So true. So could you uh, close us with the word of prayer? Oh, Father, we're thankful for what the writer of Hebrews calls so great salvation. Indeed, you have loved us with an everlasting love, paid for our sin with the extraordinary price, the singular price of the precious blood of Jesus Christ. And you have offered us the gift of being forgiven, adopted, uh, granted a home forever and a sanctification to take place during the time that we're on the earth after our salvation. Father, if anyone today is struggling with salvation, doubting their salvation, and they are truly saved, I pray your Holy Spirit will give them reassurance. If on the other hand, Lord, someone is troubled and perhaps they've stopped short of a full embracing of Jesus Christ, may your Holy Spirit make that very clear to them today. Thank you for your love and grace. We love you and trust you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you for joining us today on Noah's Window. We have one more uh, question to tackle tomorrow, so I hope you'll come back tomorrow. And we'll look forward to seeing you then. God bless.